Open your eyes. Wake up, Link. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. And I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrule Field Report. And Jas, what did we do last week? Yeah, last week we finished up the Lightning Temple. And Jay, what are we getting up to this week? Well, this week, with the Gerudo Desert returned to a sense of normality, I think it's time we do a bit of adventure and have a big old roundup of the region. Yeah, what is roundup? <laughs> Yeehaw! Well, where will, we be- where will we begin our prospecting, old Luke? <laughs> well, I guess we should head on back and speak to Riju and do the quote-unquote sort of main thing first with uh, finding the treasure of Gerudo Canyon. Well, actually, mm-hmm. do we have to do other quests before we even unlock that quest? Nope. Treasure of the Gerudo Desert. That's the... Uh... Reacher's kind of main quest here, so to speak, where basically the setup for this is Reju was investigating the shelter underneath um, because there's lots of like um, murals and carvings down there. More on that with another quest we'll do later. Um, but the one that Reju found says, Seek out the swordswoman upon the sand and look to where she points. There is treasure waiting underground. So this is similar to the quests we were doing in the depths, where you follow one statue, points to the next statue, etc, etc. Until nice. eventually you get underground and find a mask. Yeah, so the actual, before we even speak about the mask, um, the... I don't even know, I, I think it's a cave. It's the West Gerudo Underground Ruins. It's definitely more of a, an involved cave than the other ones because if i remember rightly you kind of have to like break through walls and you'll eventually you'll find like the like um, old kind of the prison zora ones. one not zora one the the rito one was pretty involved because you had to like drain that water that like gets you into a cave mm-hmm. but then yeah the um the goron one was just basically you find the cave did i here it is it's yours here it is. yeah <laughs> This one you're kind of going through, like, it is like an old buried Gerudo fort, it looks like, because there's, like, prison cells and bunks and mm-hmm. things like that, and it's uh, it's pretty, it's a, quite a neat location to explore. Um, but you are just going from room to room, and I think you kind of go underground, like, like I say underground, like, under some of the, like, foundations of the rooms, and yes, eventually you do find the reward that you're about to refer to, Luke. Yes, you get the... Uh, the sage's mask that we would have seen last week in the cutscene, um, modelled after, or perhaps the other way around, the Varna Boris um, sort of camel head. Mm-hmm. And if we wear it, then uh, Riju's little ghost will also wear it, get a boost to her power. Indeed. I didn't also- mention... I can't remember if we mentioned this in a previous week. We should probably bring it up while we're talking Riju. Mm-hmm. I like that in this game, because Breath of the Wild had the whole thing, you had to dress up and pretend to be a woman to get into Gerudo Town. Mm-hmm. Even once, like, 
read you and her guard knew you were there. Yeah. Whereas in this one, she's realised that she's the queen. She can just give you permission to be here. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, Link is just allowed to be in um, Gerudo Town this time. I suppose part of that maybe in Breath of the Wild is that no, like very few people actually knew Link was alive still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think he had... maybe the threat of the Yiga clan, like finding him and taking him out, even in the middle of a town, perhaps. Whereas now everybody knows about like the hero's grand return and how he stopped the calamity. Oh yeah, him. yeah. Until you actually finished Breath of the Wild, you hadn't established yourself as anyone worth respecting, right? Because all you've yeah. done was failed to save the world a hundred years ago. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Whereas now you are legitimately the hero. She's got a bit more of an excuse to be like, no, this guy's probably cool. <laughs> yeah. And the townspeople are fine with it as well because they know who you are. And they're like, yeah, he's allowed. Also, but... probably like after the events of Breath of the Wild, like um, all the, the different champions and everyone probably met up. And she's like, oh, okay, Link's gay. So he's with Sidon. <laughs> he's not going to bother any of our, <laughs> any of our Vi. <laughs> yeah. But that uh, that smelly old pervert who was on top of the roof of the the, the secret Gerudo shop, get him out of the town. He's not allowed back in. Yeah, it, uh, is there a way to get him out of the town? <laughs> is he not back outside the gates after? The no, he's still up on the roof. Is he? <laughs> how's, how'd he get away with that? Because <laughs> no one's checked up there. Oh goodness. <laughs> Just I, I still think he must be involved in some quest that I haven't found. The ghosts. He's, yeah, so he still thinks there's ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, yeah, he's more just an idiot than a pervert in this one. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I like the fact, though, like that Link finds the shop, knows clearly what's happening, and doesn't go back and tell the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, all, it's all taken care of. Uh, he's just like, nah, I'm going to leave him up there. <laughs> but uh, referring back to the um, panels, or and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this word, the, the stelai. Stelai is how I'm assuming it's pronounced, but yeah, yeah. Um, there's another quest that we can we can do, um, and I think this was actually available um, from. As soon as we went into the yeah, shelter. as soon as you get into the shelter, you can start this quest, but it's yeah. it's very involved. Yes, um, as this is kind of a first half of a longer quest. Um, so the first part of this is the heroine secret, where um, uh, basically a, not a to be confused of... with the secret heroine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a little confusing, but yes. Um, so. An archaeologist is down there mentioned that there's Stelai hidden in the shelter which talks about the seven Gerudo heroines and she wants to see a snap of the Stelai and um, she says if I can find all of the Stelai I can kind of put together the, the, the secret of the heroines. Um, so they're dotted about in the um, in the shelter. Um, I think one of them is actually, if I remember rightly, in the jail cell where the the dad was being held prisoner. So mm. you actually do have to either get arrested by 
stripping down, as Jas mentioned, or ascending in there. Um, apparently, you can also wear the Yiga armor set that we spoke about a couple of episodes ago, and that will get you arrested as well, which which makes ah. sense. Um, but I, anyway, that's where we're going to stylize hidden. But uh, it's a fairly fairly simple quest. You're just um, you're just basically um, taking snapshots dotted around. Can be a little tricky to find them. I definitely remember spending a bit of time finding some of them. I think the one in the jail cell actually did have his stump for a yeah. while. That was the last one, one I found as well. There's, one as well that's there's also a really the good one. In the classroom, yeah. Yeah, the one in the classroom, pieces. it's like broken into two parts. Yeah. You have to yeah. angle the camera just right. Stand in the right spot as well. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, what's nice is when you're using the camera, when it detects one, it like comes up with the little red exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. So yes. You know when you've lined up the shot correctly. It's not like you have to take a bunch of photos and hope one of them works. Yeah, one of them is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like doing some of the um, some of those illusory Pokemon in the original Pokemon Snap, mm. where it's like line up five bits of junk and it makes a shadow of a Krabby on the wall. Or <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you recall that. that. <laughs> I just but, looked up actually, like Stella. The plural of which is stelae, and it's just any sort of um, tool flat monument left by an ancient culture. There we go. Can't say you uh, didn't. You don't learn anything listening to Hyrule Field Report. Hmm. But I mean, does that mean that if I buy a six pack of Stella Artois, <laughs> instead of saying I have Stellas, I should say I have stelae. Stelae. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Probably not, but I'm going to be saying that now. <laughs> well, if you build a monument out of the, the can, leftover cans, and it lasts a certain <laughs> amount of time. I haven't drunk Stella since I stopped stealing my dad's Stella and putting him in my coat and going uptown <laughs> with my friends because I was too young to buy alcohol. <laughs> oh, actually, no, there was one pub in town that served it in, like, the big chalice, like on the adverts. Very so we would, we would buy, yeah, we would buy Stella. The, the th- Sorry, we'd buy Stella. Like Stella, of course, yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Scrape the foam off with the knife. The whole shebang. Nice. Pretend it was a classy beer, even though if you actually go to Europe, it's like their equivalent of drinking the special brew, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So I think you get some rupees as a reward, but the real reward is you'll unlock another quest from the archaeologist, yeah. which is called the Mysterious Eighth. Um, so the what the, the secret of the heroines uh, was, was once you give all the stellae pictures to the archaeologist, she said there's a mention of an eighth heroine, and she runs to this room where there's statues of the seven heroines, and... Mm. You get given an orb, and each of the statues has a symbol on it, which matches to a, to the a symbol that's on the orb. You put the orb inside the hands, but she realizes that oh, I need to get all the other orbs. Um, you're gonna have to go and find them. She doesn't say where they are or anything like mm-hmm. that. She just says, yeah, you're gonna have to go and find them. So um, a yeah. lot of them are just dotted around town. Like there's one yes. or two in 
the um the shelter yeah in the shelter itself there's one like in the water rays up on the mm-hmm. roof where the perverts are lurking yes <laughs> there's um, one like in a little cubby hole the most mm-hmm. interesting one one of them has been found by a little girl yes who insists that you play a little game with her of like hide and seek where she hides a toy sand seal yes that's right she uh, which was yeah. my favourite game to play with my granddad when I was a kid. I had this little plastic alligator and we would hide it around the garden <laughs> and like tell each other if we were warm or cold. <laughs> I have a really distinct memory of the time um, his car had just been totaled while he was visiting us. And I was like, he's like, he had a tow truck ready to take him home. And I was like, oh, can't we play a game of alligator first? And he's like, oh, Luke, I don't think the driver's going to wait while we play a game of alligator. That's really sweet. <laughs> you so know that's what did. I was reminded of doing this. He would have done. He 100% would have done. He, probably, he was probably well up for a game of alligator. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that was what this quest reminded me of. So I very much enjoyed it. Even though I was so bad at it, I think the game eventually just took pity on me and dumped the sand seal in the middle of a room where it was easy to find. (laughs) (laughs) See, I thought there was a predefined location for this because... I think it changes every time because when I eventually Uh... found it, it was literally just in the middle of the room with some water in it. See, my one was hidden on either on top or beneath one of the beds in the inn. Mm. So I was thinking, oh, she must like, this must be like her bed. And she's like, I'll go hide it here. You'll never find it here. But I guess, as you've confirmed, and looking at the wiki, apparently you can replay this after you finish and get the orb from her. You can replay this just for, I think you get a bit of fruit or something. Um, Mm. So it makes sense that it would change position each time. Did you find it first time? Yes. All right. Yeah, I did need you. (laughs) <laughs> you the same jazz yeah I got a first time here I mean I was playing it while I was talking to you during the previous episode of this podcast so maybe <laughs> I wasn't giving it my full attention <laughs> excuses excuses that's all I'm hearing excuses for both being bad at this game and any breaks in the quality of my banter in last week's episode <laughs> <laughs> I did think there was long waves of time when I was just talking about the dungeon, what you do there. Well, also, like, that's because during those bits, there's not much me and Jazz can add. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. But, uh, yes, that's how you get one of the orbs. She'll give you the orb. There's another quest that you have to do um, to get an orb, but this one is in Gerudo Town. It's all the way back at Karakara Bazaar. Um, so if you go back there, there's a few a few lads that were there, um, and you can actually encounter them before the sandstorm, and they they are talking about oh, we were wanting to go try to even get to Gerudo Town, but the sand shroud's not in the way, uh, is all stuck in the way, we can't get there now, um, and um, yeah, you go to you you go to them, and there's only a couple of them there instead of three, and they mentioned that. We can give you this orb, but we're really worried about our friend. They went missing. Um, we went out the western gate, and we're, 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 we're quite worried. Just try and take the orb like right off the bat, like I did. 
I remember seeing it there and I'm like, that's mine, thank you. And then obviously it goes into the request line. You got to <laughs> you got to tell it off. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw the orb next to them. Magic orb. I think I saw the orb next to them and I kind of assumed I assumed I'd have to do some some nonsense for them before they would let me take the orb. And indeed it did. A little cheeky um, and doesn't work. <laughs> trying to, oh no, a ghost has stolen our orb. What's going on? I do get a chuckle when you um when you meet a Korok and you pick him up before you've spoken to him. <laughs> he'll be he's like he'll be like, Whoa, what's happening? And then stops to explain that he wants you to take him to his friend. And it's like, Yeah, I know, mate, I can see your friend. I never did that. I never thought to do that at all. <laughs> That's cute. He's like, oh, what's happening? I guess you're trying to help me, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's almost like they knew what the fans were going to be getting up to. Yeah. Gotta imagine there was definitely some people in the dev team or playtesters that were doing some real nefarious shit to the Korots. <laughs> I wonder, like, was there or were they like, were they all so innocent and pure and it blew their minds when they saw what we got up to? No, there is definitely some cheeky troublemakers on the dev team, I bet you. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm sure you're right. But I, I don't think any of them had the imagination been, like, to massive be like, elaborate machines like, to, to get them to their destination. Yeah, yes. I, I, totally I don't know if they made like... <laughs> yeah, I don't think they were spit-roasting spit them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they did that, yeah. Or maybe um, they did do that deliberately so that the uh, Google results for spit roasted Korok would change from a. Uh... <laughs> no! <laughs> Breath of the Wild! Let's stop there! I'm proud of that one. <laughs> so the. Uh... The, the two lads mention that their mate went out the West Gate and they're quite concerned because there's lots of sinkholes in that area. Um, and if you go wandering about, um, one of the sinkholes will take you into a cave, the Oasis Source Cave, which um, you'll find the lad, the missing lad down the cave. And if you walk, if you kind of go along the cave, it's kind of like a little bit like the um, the quest we did in the Hebrew region where you had to blow open a cave like a, a cave wall to let the, the Duchess of Downhill free. Yeah. You kinda of do the same. Um and uh eventually you'll find a room with a ladder heading up which I think comes out to a well. So you can either get in through the well if you knew the if you you know knew if like he was there but like likelihood is you'll fall through the sinkhole because that's where you were investigating, but uh, yeah, they reward you with the orb. So there you go. Yep. Turns out I had completed this, but not taken the orb back yet. So I had to do that today. <laughs> you silly bugger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, I hadn't figured out what the orbs were for yet. Ah, okay, okay. But it did remind me a lot of Breath of the Wild, because in Breath of the Wild there were the orbs to unlock a lot of the shrines. Okay. Um, so there was often a quest, right, to go and do some nonsense with some NPC to get an orb. Uh, but it was the equivalent of the 
the stones in this game that open a shrine. Yes. So, um, before we speak about what happens when you return all the orbs back to the room, um, quite an interesting little point of interest here is if you are stumped on the location of any of the orbs during this quest, if you go kind of to the right of the palace, if you were like facing the entrance of the town, not facing the palace, you'll find um, Patricia, who is Regis Sand Seal. Yes! <laughs> and if you feed Patricia a splash fruit, fruit or is it it's any fruit? I, I don't know if it's a she'll, fruit. She'll, she'll, she'll give you um, some form of prophecy for any fruit, mm-hmm. but the splash yeah. fruit gets you the coordinates. Yes, and she'll give you map coordinates, which, um, whilst this quest is active, are for the orbs. Now, have you done it since this quest? Maybe no. Aha! So, after you do this quest, you you can still give her splash fruit. And up to a point, as far as I can tell, she will give you coordinates for side quests that you haven't done. Hmm. So pretty handy if I say it up to a point map on in the game because you don't have coordinates on the screen if you've got no HUD <laughs> there is that yep there is that um, the uh, I say up to a point because eventually I did, I did I was clearing out a few side quests I hadn't done with the help of Patricia but eventually um, she was pointing me to the final encounter of the game <laughs> So, oh. I was like, that's pretty done, cool, <laughs> Like, you're done. <laughs> so, yep, there's that. That's cool um, that this, this seal has knowledge of Ganon's location. <laughs> yep, yep. When no uh, one else did. The, uh, the thing is, I definitely don't haven't got all the side quests, so I guess there's going to be just some side quests that don't populate through Patricia, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's apparently it's it's looking at the wiki. It's um, specifically quests in the Gerudo area. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, once once that's been all exhausted, she'll then tell you where to go to finish the game. Not Ganondorf is a Gerudo. Hey, I like that theory. But uh, yes, once you go and return all the orbs, um, another room opens up revealing a jumbo orb. <laughs> Big old bloody jumbo orb. And you're told you've got to go and take that to the... You can use that to open the door off the Gerudo Sanctuary, which is in the North Gerudo Ruins, which I think is where we find Riju initially, right? Hmm. And uh, once you get there, you'll find another uh, Estella in there. Not 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 the Artois variety, but of the <laughs> historical variety. Um, and this one, and I'm quite curious to know your you th- hear about your take on this lower drop. But the eighth heroine was actually a Hellion man who rallied the heroines in the face of defeat, 
but was still forbidden to enter Guru Town, so he left in disgust. And um, the archaeologist is like, oh, this changes everything. This is a big, massive, you know, changed everything that we knew about Gerudo culture and our history. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, any any thoughts on that little tidbit of lore? Well, I wonder if it's a... Uh, it could be hinting at yet another earlier... Um, earlier hero, right? Yeah. I... Yeah. Perhaps. I could be referencing some previous link. Line. Well, no, like, it seems, it seems they, they often... Here, yeah. Yeah, they often mention like old heroes that we haven't actually seen in games. Mm-hmm. So he could be, yeah, another another unseen link. Maybe when we finally get the Zelda movie, it's going to be like a harem anime, and it's going to be Link and his seven <laughs> Gerudo companions. <laughs> Jesus, no. <laughs> but it's uh, it's interesting that um, that that this hero despite seemingly saving the Gerudo race from defeat, didn't have the respect of the Gerudo people enough to you know, break that custom and get into Gerudo Town, but Link does. It's mm. interesting. Oh, it's I guess Riju is changing Link's... with the times, isn't she? Yeah, the, the times, they are a-changing. But uh, yeah, you get tons oh, of. Oh, maybe he was a big old pervert. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the, the real identity of the the old pervert on the roof. Yeah, I was going to say he's really related to the guy on the roof. <laughs> he's his descendant. <laughs> yeah, it puts a whole new meaning on fiddler on the roof. <laughs> no, <laughs> diddler on the roof. Uh, diddler on if... the roof. If this was Game Game Show, the episode would be called Diddler on the Roof. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> ah, brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, couple other quick quests to wrap up with in Gorilla Town itself. Um, we've got the region's obligatory give me some diamonds and a Gorilla weapon and I'll give you the um that i'll give you our boss's weapon so yeah you can get the arms of the seven which is a scimitar and a shield which is mm. pretty neat but not much more to say on that that's all i uh, have to say about that uh there's another one where you have to pretty much be a taxi driver for somebody <laughs> um I think they are by the sand uh, seal like rental shop in town and they mention they want to go to a place where there's some big statues that face each other um, and if you ferry the NPC across the dunes in a sand seal you'll take her to there's a bit on kind of the east side of the desert where I'm pretty sure that's just where a quest was in Breath of the Wild. I was going to say, yeah, I, I found it pretty easily because I remember making the trip there in Breath of the Wild for whatever reason it was then. Yeah, and it's fairly visible from the actual like map topography as well on the map screen. Like It's not going to be mm-hmm. hard to miss. Yeah. But yeah, you can tick that off. Jobs are good in. 
But, like, yeah, you just take her to the ruins. You just want to see the ruins, right? That's all it was. That's it. There's no follow-up no, there, or anything. I know, yeah, yeah I know. Like, there's, I know. I've just, I've just noticed. I was looking at the map there. It's just because there was a cave there. I thought it would have been more than that, but obviously, there is not. I think the cave's quite an interesting one because there's lots of little sinkholes around that cave, around that region, I believe, and you can mm-hmm. fall into yeah. any of them to get a different yeah, more part of the cave. Yeah, so. caves. Yeah, that's kind of neat. It's quite, it's quite neat. Like a yeah. death pit. <laughs> like a neat way to put in like cave structures into a desert area that's mainly flat. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't feel quite as flat and empty as it did in Breath of the Wild because. There's these caves, and then there's the the rift in the sandstorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely um, made the desert, uh, I think, a bit more of an interesting region this time than it was in Breath of the Wild that you were saying. Well, then in Breath of the Wild, it had um, Varnaboris stomping around, so the desert True. It was okay for it to be pretty flat. <laughs> Is it time for the Train region wrap up spectacular. Yep, this this is where I should have saved my wood. Is roundup. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, where shall we begin? Let's begin on the kind of far west of the desert with Mirya Mirio Tanog Shrine, which is a proving I... ground. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah, shrine. It's a uh, proving grounds lure. It's an even tide proving grounds as well. No gear. And I don't remember what this was. Is this the one that has lots of like environmental traps dotted around the room, and you can like break? But oh yeah, 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 yeah! And... It's it's got different things you can smash, and it drops on someone's head and stuff like that. Yeah, so you're kind of like designed to like kite the enemies around and then break traps, right? Like that's the gimmick of this one. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Um, no, because I think I failed it once, and it's one of those things that's fun once, and then it's not fun at all the second, third, fourth, fifth time you do it. Yeah. Yeah, because you are literally cool. just repeating the same, same little tricks every time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I hated it or anything, but it was enough that I was like, "Oh, I'm actually over this." <laughs> what about you, Jas? Did you hate it? It's just your standard combat shrine, right? It's, I wouldn't say I hate it. It's just, it's just so it's it is. Yeah. No vitriol. Moving on. <laughs> um, let's go to Erasak Shrine. Which is... Um, I think to actually get to this one, it's like surrounded entirely by quicksand. So you've got to... Yeah, yeah. I remember getting to this one on the way to the dungeon. I think this is one of the ones that was on my... It was actually on my document for the previous episode. Yes. And... Uh... I will ask you just now, because as you'll find out, there's not much interest to say about the shrine. Did you did you find it difficult to get to the shrine at all, or was uh, it? Yeah, it, took, it took me a while. I think I had to like build some contraption and fly over the quicksand or something in the end. I think I'd already had an auto build off the little sand sled machine that yeah. I built. Yeah, that's what I used. 
pretty simple. And the shine itself is pretty simple. It's a blessing. Moving on. <laughs> Let's go to Karahatag Shrine, which is the least one we can speak about. Drifting Flame. Drifting Flame. Do I remember this one? Oh, I do remember this one, yeah. Um, where you're having to light one torch and then recall it around to light other torches. Uh, yeah, I remember it took me a minute to figure this one out, but I was quite happy oh, when I did. Oh, yeah. This one's a really good And you're, like, sticking stuff to the bottom of other stuff. and Yeah, yeah this was a good little puzzle, this one. Yeah, it's, uh, I suppose, sort of a big expansion on <laughs> the classic Zelda puzzle of lighting two torches, right? They kind of play about like that. This is that idea, but expanded upon massively within the confines of Tears of the Kingdom's tricks, right? And everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like this cool one. little puzzle. This one. Definitely remember the the kind of this was the second bit of the shrine where you've got to like like hold, like let, like you've got to run around holding the candle and then recall it as you're off the platform that the other torches are on it's almost like little chimney stacks you're lighting right like that's kind of the idea yeah yeah it was one where i kind of when i realized the solution it seemed really obvious but for whatever reason it it took me a minute to get there but yeah good good puzzle this any thoughts on this one joss uh, yeah, like I was just like looking at the video here, like through the interactive map. Like I think that first kind of puzzle, kind of, I did struggle a, a little bit. Like I thought I was using, like I ended up kind of using the momentum, like like when you're hitting the switches, like raising and lowering the floor, and like like mm-hmm. you clearly need to light the candles, like within like the kind of that I've got kind of coverings over them. I was basically using that to bounce it up, and I, I basically just cheated by using like recall, like on the on the little candle until it lit the right path. I don't even know if that's cheating. I think that's that's basically what you're meant to do. Yeah, it's just another way it's to. It's more like the, the way I was like watching the guy do it. Like he seemed seemed to do it a little bit different than what I remember. I Means just seemed to be a bit more chaotic, I guess. Oh yeah, it, right. It always it, does feel more chaotic when we do yeah. it. Think. So long as the end result is success, then it was the right oh, yeah. way to do it, right? Like that's the. The end's just. Oh, I didn't feel like all. Like, I didn't feel like I'm cheating myself. <laughs> I was like figuring out the puzzle. Like that's that's a good thing about Tears of the Kingdom, right? The, the freeform nature of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as long as you solve it, you feel mm. like you solved it. Yeah. The game's good at that. Like, Let's move on I, to the... like, you always like see like as long as you knew what the intended kind of solution might have been, like it doesn't matter if you went like kind of a slightly different way with it. Like that previous show yeah. that we spoke about, that like, where basically you now the it was the the plinko machine type one where you're rolling the orb oh, across the way, like mine didn't work, so I just basically jumped over and like ran the ball the rest of the way because I didn't have the momentum. Like I knew the solution, but. <laughs> The way I've done it, like it's not not going to annoy myself by not doing it the correct way, even though knowing it is the main thing. 
So moving on to the far east side of the desert, but not quite at the Labyrinth there, to Siwakama Shrine, which is also known as Moving the Spheres. And this one... Are you waiting for one of us to say it? For... See the stream. Hello. Say what? You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Scotland's still there. Can you hear me, Jess? Uh oh. Hello. Jess, are you there? Oh, hello. I'm back there, I think. I'm back now. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're back now. Oh, okay. Was that a full Discord like disconnection there? Like I heard the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all three of us dropped. Oh, I didn't hear a noise. I just. Oh, I heard the noise. I didn't hear the noise. It just. Because Jay went like, um, "We're going to Siwakamak Shrine, also known as," and then stopped. Uh, No, I I said, "Is he waiting waiting for one of us to finish it?" Because. Nope. I. We don't usually do that. So what shrine was it? Siwakama. See if I can. Yeah. Let's let's I tell you what, future Luke. Cut all that. <laughs> so moving on to the far east side of the desert, we're going to be talking about Siwakama Shrine, also known as Moving the Spheres. Which um boils down Not the bowling one, nope. This is you're basically just using Big stone spheres, effectively as a bridge, and like uh, yeah. to bridge a few gaps. Like I think you do it with one, then you got to glue two together, then you got to glue three together, and um, yeah, there's better shrines in the game than this one. I'm yeah. not gonna That's lie. That's the point. When I saw the, like the, when it was called like the, the moving spheres, I thought it was like the big bowling one, which is a brilliant shrine, which I don't think we've covered yet. I I don't think so either, because I do remember that. I don't shrine. That's what I thought. I've done well. that yet. <laughs> There that we go. Great. Yeah, big bowling one's good. This one though, not so much. Have you done this one, Luke? Uh, I think so. It didn't blow my mind, but it also. What? <laughs> you know, it didn't hurt. <laughs> I like excellent take. <coughs> um, so, so the next one is um. And I think this is actually where I was getting a little bit muddled up with the North Gerudo Ruins um, or another quest that we did. Uh, the Chichim Shrine, which is actually contained within the ancient prison ruins, which is like an underground kind of cave structure. And this is the one I'm pretty sure I got muddled up where you got to break through from room to room to room that I thought the, um, this, the it was the place where the Vanaboris helm was held at. I think I got muddled up with that. No, I think. Ah, it. okay. That might make sense because yeah, like, I, I didn't necessarily remember what you were talking about with the Vanaboris. Yeah. yeah, no, I was I was thinking about something that we're speaking about now. So there we go. Yes, because the actual shrine is a. It's a blessing. Okay, yeah. right. Because <laughs> like obviously there's a yeah. the puzzle was the cave itself. Yes, that's it. That's it. So, uh, yeah, I, I take what I said about the the, the room being the the, the rain's been fairly interesting to explore, and the fact that I enjoyed going underneath the foundations. Apply it here. Um, now that we're on about the right bit, do you do you remember this? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. One more to take us home? How about... Could he... Could I... Could I Anissa shrine? <laughs> there we go. Could Anissa would Anissa. Bridging the sands. This one. Bridging the sands. Yes. Which, um... This one is bloody massive. Um, it's a big, massive, like, quicksand room, and you're pretty much, you've got to glue together, I think initially, um, initially you've got to glue together, like, wooden boards to get to another part of the shrine, which has the old sand sled mobile, which you use to traverse around the, the temple. The temple? It feels like a temple. It's pretty big. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like... I do quite like all the shrines that sort of give you or teach you some kind of vehicle. Mm-hmm. They're kind of spicy. Yeah, this one definitely stood out just because the size of it, like... Yeah. Like, you real... It's, it's just one massive room and you can see everything from the beginning. Hmm. I was a fan. Yeah, like, you need know, to kind of... You also need to be clever, like, with, like, placing the boards as well, because I'm pretty sure, like, to get to certain, like, treasure chests and stuff, like, you need to have them set up in, like, a like a little formation to kind of make your way around to where the, the chests... Yeah, I, def- I definitely remember spending a good, you know, 10-15 minutes in this shrine just because of the size of it and just, you know, try to clear it out, explore it. Flying about on the sand sled. It was a good time. That's a satisfying moment. Like you nice. launch the orb across the entire like giant room. Then you go chase it after yeah. it with the, the sled. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it for the shrines of this region. Um, there's some that are kind of up in the Grudo Highlands area. Um, and some that are kind of on the Farron Gerudo border, but we'll maybe get to those and kind of a we'll hit those in upcoming wrap ups, ups, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think are we gonna do sort of the Tabantha Frontier little area that we missed before? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll maybe do that along with the labyrinths, right? Like that, maybe. Okay. Cut that shop talk look. Cut it out. Man, you've asked me to cut a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, make you earn nah, that one pound we get on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, a few more questions and points of interest dotted around the Grudel region, though. We're not done yet. Um, did we speak about the Colossal Fossil? Um, yeah, we mentioned... We sort of touched on it because we started talking about the Fossil Quests generally. Right. But I think we didn't yeah. touch... We said, like, this one exists, but we didn't talk about it because we hadn't done Gerudo yet. I see. So, yeah, this one's... Um, it's in a cave down the kind of far south of the Gerudo Desert. And there's... Um, there's two kind of, like, Gerudo... Like, big, massive Leviathan skeletons. There's a small skull next to a big skeleton. Hmm. And you've got to find um, the child's tail and torso like the smaller bits of it so 
bit more tricky to find because they're smaller bones but once you kind of arrange it in the shape of the creature and reunite the, the leviathan family um the fossil lover gives you gives you a prize Right. Talking seen, about it in terms of like finding a child's torso and skull sounds <laughs> unpleasant. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I suppose, and like, probably what happened is these two leviathans went down here to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what happened, right? We can't sh- shirk away from that. Yeah. Um. There's a. Uh... The Southern Oasis training area, um, which is a location in, on the map, but you can go there and there's a little sort of race that you can that you can do, um, and you've pretty much got to just traverse across um, a kind of a series of um, markers throughout the desert, and I think pretty much anything goes. In terms of traversal, as far as I can recall, I think so I can... did it either with a a sledge or a sand seal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did the sled because just auto build right away. Away you go. But I, I think I found this while I was just mucking about with my sand seal, ah, as okay. I recall. But yeah, it's a fun little fun little race. Yeah, cool little mini game, and you get a uh, fabric for your paraglider for taking that one off. Um, another more kind of unique quest is up past the North Gerudo Ruins where you meet Riju. There's a little location called the Northern um, Ice House. Yes. You might remember this from Breath of the Wild from a really fucking annoying quest in that game. <laughs> I think we mentioned this briefly just when we were talking about dealing with ice, but we didn't yeah. get into the details yeah. yet. Fortunately, your visit here to Tears of the Kingdom is much simpler than <laughs> what you had to do here in Breath of the Wild. Um, here, you've just got to melt a big chunk of ice so it fits inside like a little storage alcove, if cool I remember games, rightly. Right? Yeah. Remember right. This time, it's just them flexing their physics engine. Like, yeah. <laughs> you have to get it exactly right, Jess, so maybe you did it. There's also yeah yeah I definitely there's also a shrine there's a shrine like to unlock a shrine later on that you have to do that a few times that you may be thinking of jazz okay maybe maybe you had to do them at like different heights to get it just right or something yeah but uh, yeah if you haven't played Breath of the Wild like having a little issue with this like just like over melting the ice and having to like redo it yeah same same these. Um, if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, the quest you're referring to is you've got to take a big block of ice from the ice house to Gerudo Town, to the bar there. Um, and between there and Gerudo Town, there's like, is there not like fire Lizalfos and like lots of annoying shit? As well like as every the possible desert. thing that could melt your ice is there, yeah. yeah. And the heat <laughs> of the desert as well. Um, yeah, proper bollock of a quest. <laughs> And I suppose to see out our region wrap up, and I think actually we are saving the best till last year. If you go far to the north of the uh, Gerudo region, kind of up through Carusa Valley, 
and go back to where in Breath of the Wild, if you recall, we found the Yiga clan. Um, and if you go up there, donned in the Yiga armor that we spoke about getting into the Blade Master um, hideout in Gerudo Canyon, we hmm. would to actually enter and infiltrate the Yiga clan itself. Yes, so this have, this is the headquarters where we would have fought them in Breath of the Wild. Correct. That's where yes. we had like our boss fight right. with uh, Master Koga back then. That's it. So I think initially if you turn up here without the armor set, then um, there's a guy there that says he wants to go in there to learn some special technique that everyone's going to swoon over him once he's got it. Um, and the um, the guard says to enter you must find the three branches and collect the clan's attire and um, the guy that was trying to get in he gives you a hint to go to the Akala tech lab to kind of start your quest because in the tech lab I think we mentioned this when we were there there's a there's a map, map that shows there. the others yeah 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 but uh, by this point in our podcast journey here we have the full set so you can turn that on and go in and you can get inside the Yiga hideout. It's kind of fun that the Yiga have their own little go here and do three things quest for their members just like all the different yeah. heroic groups do as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it works, why yeah. not? So there's a couple things you can do inside the Yiga clan hideout. Um, I suppose the main thing here that you can do is um there's a combat um mini game that you can perform which is just basically you've got to fight lots of yiga soldiers um within a minute and um it, there's three different rounds first round you have to beat three in a minute second round six third round nine it's only the foot soldiers, no, though, not the um, blade masters. So as long as you've got a decent enough weapon, I think it's pretty achievable. Yeah, you can right? pretty much kill them in a couple of hits usually. So yeah, yeah, like so, a big um, claymore and do the spin attack. You're just mowing through them like you're cutting yeah. grass. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Um, and the another little section of this game that feels like playing Hyrule Warriors. And uh, yeah, so you can um, the the I think first beating round one, you get a Yiga fabric for your paraglider. Um, round two gives you, I would say, the best reward of the bunch, the Earthwake manual, which gives Link a brand new technique. You can pretty much do what the Blade Masters do, um, where you can hold down the charge button if you've got don't have a sword equipped. And it will perform kind of a little like earth spikes smash. I think it's the exact same move that the Blade Masters do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. And uh, I thought it was really cool. Like, I did not expect, like, usually, for the most part, quests in this game just give you maybe a piece of armor if you're lucky, or it's usually just materials and rupees, right? But here, this is actually a substantial ability you're you're unlocking here. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, the um 
I was surprised even when the, the main temples were giving me new powers, just because Breath of the Wild kind of didn't give you that much new after the initial like tablet powers. So mm-hmm. getting it in getting even in like little surprise locations like this was yeah. I will say <laughs> because, I, I, because I'm a greedy sod, it made me wish for more. But yeah, it is cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I will say though, I don't think I used this power that much. No, because I didn't remember I had it for my episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As well, I, I just think for me, it was something that I was nice to have if I ever somehow got through all my weapons in a mm. fight. But the likelihood of that happening was just very low, right? Yeah. But uh, pretty cool. In the back of the chasm, in the back of sorry of the uh, the hideout, um, there's a, there's another shrine that we can do, which is a Rotsumanu shrine, also known as a balanced plan, where, for as far as I can remember. It's pretty much involves you using seesaws and wakes to create a path to the uh, the blessing. You've got to use different like pieces of metal and things, attaching them to the seesaw to counterbalance Link's mm-hmm. weight, and eventually you'll be able to reach the top of the shrine. Pretty simple one. Yeah. <coughs> Um, yeah, well, simple because you're going to be doing it, because you've unlocked the full Yiga set, you've presumably played quite a lot of the game. Mm. It, this one would have been very fiddly at the start, so it's it's smartly placed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh... and you have to use a little bit of all the powers as well. And uh, interestingly, the the place where you find that shrine is right outside the um, Chasm Arena area where you fight Koga in Breath of the Wild. And mm. Chasm is definitely the appropriate word here because you can jump down that and it will take you to the depths. It's kind of confirming what happened to Koga. Even yeah. though he said as much, right? But it's neat that that's, that's, that's attention to detail there. You can actually go down there yourself. Yeah, I yeah that's, kinda... that is great that he literally, he does fall down a cousin in Breath of the Wild, that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they then put him in all the depths quests is, I think... Really a cool moment as well, like, yeah. getting to that like, same at the arena from Breath of the Wild of the hideout, like just seeing it like, in a mess from like, the previous battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, higher balloons like, all strewn all over the place and you can tell they've been Pulling stuff out of the chasm in the depths. I don't know if there's there's anything at the bottom of the chasm of interest. The chasm of interest? (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything down the chasm of interest? No, there is not. Uh, I. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe there was a chest or something, but... Fair. Nothing actually mind-blowing. 
Well, before we depart onto pastures new, any closing thoughts on the Gerudo Desert region? Um, you mentioned this when we first got here, but I think it's very true that the Gerudo Desert feels so big. And now that I've done anything, it's so small. Yeah, I think because there are... It, it all feels very heavily concentrated around, you know, that stretch of land between Gerudo Town and yeah. the canyon entrance, right? Yeah. Like, beyond that, it's just large swaves of empty sand dunes. And it's not, well, desert not should be, to be honest, like, actually... It represents a desert like pretty well. I yeah, guess in regarding its design, like it's still make... being like interesting at the same time. Yeah, I, I, it represents a desert, but large trees of empty dune do not make for fun exploration times. Mm. Well, that's it. My well, that's why you need the sled. Like fun think. sled makes it all the more fun to get about like really quickly. You think like, oh no, am I going to have to search all this sand? But actually, there's not that much in all that sand. Get hoovering it all you up. You don't actually like, have to go. Luigi's Mansion Three. <laughs> you don't actually have to scour the whole <laughs> desert. The important stuff is pretty obvious. Would you have? Would you have wanted to? No, that's what I mean. When you arrive, it looks like you're gonna. Ha- you're like, oh no, what a big desert! I have to search all yeah. of this. But actually, you don't have to. Yeah. Well, on that closing note, I think we'll be finishing up in the Gerudo Desert and probably have another little interlude, maybe, before we head off to Laniru. Perhaps we'll start heading towards Lurulin. That was going to be my my suggestion for next week, yeah. And I think... Yes, we'll go for the Farron region, head to Luralin, and maybe find out what's been going on with this pirate attack that's been spoken about by the NPCs, and get to the bottom of that one. But uh, more on the start of our journey to that region next week. Um, Until then, looky by, where can we be found? We can be found on Twitter at HyroleFieldPod. We're also on Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe, rate and review. Tell your friends, give us five stars, all of that jazz. And uh, if you want to help support the podcast, keep it online. Help uh, give me a little bit of bunts because I spend an obscene amount of my life editing podcasts. Go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. And also there you'll find links to all the other shows we create, like the Game Game Show... Luke loves Pokemon, films and filth, and so on. And Jas, take us home with some sage words of advice. Yeah, like got a question for you: uh, Does a straw have one hole or two? Oh, I hate this question. I did think about this before. <laughs> Neither <laughs> question is just like missing me. Neither. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Let's drill down into this. Neither. It doesn't have any holes. It is a tube. There's no hole through it. It's just, it's round. That's actually a good point. Mm, Don't like that answer. I don't. I say one. Also, I'd say that's also acceptable, I guess. 
especially no. There's no answer. Luke is like right. This, like, this is some just random like, kind of shower thought I off Luke is right. It's a tunnel. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, but how many yeah, holes? Isn't is a tunnel, tunnel just a hole in a mountain? Yeah, exactly. Is it one hole or two? Like in a tunnel? It's the same thing. I'm, I'm going to bed. Like, See you next time. <laughs> Cheerio. Zap-pow!